here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 106.2 FM in Zanin. Thank you so much for staying with us. So Corruption Watch released today the Temporary Employer Employee Relief Scheme, TIERS. Um, they've got a report that they need to give us, which is their latest report that was released today. And there are many, many questions that I have to also ask around some experiences of whistleblowers, uh, some insights that they want to share with us. Kirsten Person is a project specialist at Corruption Watch joining us on the line. Good afternoon, Kirsten. Good afternoon, and good afternoon to the listeners. Well, talk to me about what this report entails. Sure. Our report looked at 126 whistleblower reports that related to the UIS TERF TERS benefit. That's a temporary employer-employee relief scheme. Mm. And that was implemented in response to the pandemic and the lockdown response um, that followed, which meant that certain uh, groups of employees couldn't work mm. during that hard lockdown, you'll remember. Mm. And then as the lockdown levels lifted, still uh, some employees were not able to work full shifts or had to be on less hours. And so that relief was really uh, designed to support uh, employees that needed that um, kind of um, income relief mm. during the pandemic. And so what were the findings of this report? Yes, so what we did see is that uh, first it has to be said that a lot of people did receive support. Mm. So around 5 million people receiving uh, terse payouts. Mm. Uh, but the implementation was somewhat slow and marred by um some issues in the sort of IT systems and responsiveness. And also then what we, of course, focusing on is the corruption that came into it. Mm, mm. Can I just tell you, in fact, it was at 14.05 today and we were talking about something completely different that someone sent, and I'm just giving you this as an example, because yeah. we get this, I, I suppose, every two hours on, on the station where someone asks, so will you get somebody in from UIF? Is there somebody that's going to come in and account? And people have relied, by and large, in our intervention, when I say our, I mean pop, you know, media at large, rather than relying on the systems that were in place to, to get their UIF relief funds. Yes, and that has been an issue for a number of years. So when people are laid off and they um, perhaps they've been retrenched and they try to get UIF, it's very slow um, and so the issue is a pre-existing one. Mm. And of course, we know in the pandemic, these things became quite a lot worse. And so we saw a high level of reports coming in from um, Gauteng, followed by the Western Cape, um, KZN, Limpopo, where employees were really battling to get the benefits due to them. And the ones that approach Corruption Watch for the kind of relief you've been trying to provide um, as the media are the ones that really had um, corrupt issues with their mm. relief. So they'd seen, for example, their employer has been paid out. They could see that on the website of the Department of mm. Employment and Labor. And they hadn't received the benefit. So their employer perhaps pocketing the money or employers really um, claiming for employees that were actually working or claiming for employees that previously left their employ, um, other instances where people's uh, ID documents were used without their knowledge, 
Uh, so those were some of the instances that we um, dealt with. So, so you know, we, we had a double whammy of sorts. We have a system that, you, as you said, in any way has been slow and, you know, it, it just hasn't really delivered on its mandate. And yet you had also an extension of that corruption by the employers. Yes. So this uh, aspect of corruption, you know, not only being a public sector issue, but also a private sector issue and how these two uh, aspects work hand in glove often is what came through quite strongly Mm. uh, in the reports that we've analyzed um, and have, you know, summarized in this report we're releasing today. Often, Kirsten, when people would call in and ask about this and say, I've got the evidence, I've got it in front of me, I would like to send it to somebody and the UIF would say, yes, definitely send it through, we will follow through and then we will penalize. Were the penalties enough? Did people actually get to account for for misconduct like this? Well, we do know that during the course of last year, five very senior officials at the Um, UIF um, were actually suspended pending investigations. Mm. Uh, So those are ongoing. And then the SIU has been investigating over 150 actual cases um, of this kind of tourist-related corruption. So uh, I'm not sure whether we have seen the accountability coming through. Yeah. But, But yeah. is though that only dealing with internal issues at UIF, but you know, I want to know whether the companies that actually stole money from employees also ha- have been investigated. Yes, they actually have. So that's a bit of good news is that um, due to the intervention of the Auditor General, um, the uh, employers have had to pay back 3.5 billion rands mm. in um, benefits that they were not meant to claim. So I would say that that is quite a good intervention on the AG's behalf. We shouldn't have seen that money being paid out. The systems at the Department of Employment and Labor should have been able to Mm. catch those Mm. issues Mm. or more of them Mm. at least. And I mean, the AG has also said that the department was under a lot of pressure. You know, it was a lot of um, uh, relief they had to provide in a short amount of time. So one does need to acknowledge that. Yes. I mean, yes and no. <laughs> yes, true, true. <laughs> um, yes and no. Uh, I mean, if if I were an employee and found out that my boss actually stole my money, even though they know that I really, really needed it, and they tried and stole what I need desperately, um, I, I really wouldn't take kindly to the fact that you know, you know, yes, they're paying a fine. Is that is is that all they're going to be asked to do? Just pay a fine? I um, would like to suggest that you could um, call on the department to to mm. answer that. Mm. Um, I, I I would love to see greater accountability yeah. and from Corruption Watch's side, that's part of our recommendations. Yeah. Uh, we want to see more accountability and we want to see the corruption being prevented before it happens. Correct. We want administrative justice to be part of how the systems work mm. and so that employees would have seen the benefits and not have to be sitting in desperation, you know, looking at their employers, knowing from what they could see on the website that they received their money. And in some instances, it was really quite escalated to a level, for example, that um, employees got shot at with rubber bullets (gasps) by private security. And that was 
That's quite a horrifying report that we received. And that's what I was going to ask you. You know, subsequent people, um, you know, as you said, you know, they became whistleblowers. What, what, did, what did that mean to the working relations of, of the employer-employee dynamics? What did a lot of people have to encounter? Yeah, so Corruption Watch deals with whistleblowers in a very careful manner. We never expose mm. the whistleblower. Um, they're already in an uncomfortable situation, so we deal quite carefully with the reports that we receive. Uh, but in quite a lot of instances, by the time the whistleblower came to us, they had already engaged in a rather mm. um, uncomfortable mm. uh, interface with their employer mm. to co- confront them about mm. the fact that they hadn't received and sometimes they discovered that the employer wasn't playing UIF. Mm, so they yeah, were also yeah, engaging yeah. in tax evasion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that came through in a massive, massive way where people had lost jobs, people didn't have any income. And, and, and for, for, for some people, there was always this idea that, well, at least I've got something in the kitty and only to find that people were not compliant and you were not even registered with UIF in the first place, even though it was deducted on your payslip. Yes, this is. Oh, I don't know what's happened to Kirsten. I think it may be the weather. Kirsten, are you there? That line is acting up a little bit there. We may have to just give up on this conversation. Kirsten, I'm going to give it one more try. Hi. Okay, so it's it's not working nicely and I can see it's getting quite cloudy and maybe it is an issue that has to do with the weather. Let me just take a quick break. I'll be back with more. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.5 FM in Oat Bay. Went on a break. I was talking to Kirsten Person from the projects. He's, she's a project specialist at Corruption Watch, and we're really discussing a report that they've just um, released today. In fact, uh, and a lot of it has to do with whistleblowers that had to uh, deal with with non-payments by the employers on on their UIF relief and so on, and and some really nasty encounters there. And we were just discussing how you know that dynamic has played itself out. And and Kirsten, we were just talking about about how um, the victims would find themselves in a really difficult uh, position. And, uh, do we find that, you know, later on it became a more, I don't know, a more comfortable engagement? Do, is it something that was easily resolved? So what I can say is that as the months went on and around about June, mm. the uh, it became quite clear that some employers had not been paying UIF whereas they had been deducting it from employees. And then the Department of Employment and Labor actually changed the rules to say employees could uh, claim directly. Uh, So that was something that um, eased the situation somewhat, uh, but then it it left this... uh, you know, realization of, of the tax evasion that had happened. Um, and yeah, the um, Auditor General was exceptional in doing real-time audits and picked up a lot of issues. And by October, you could see that some of these issues had been resolved and, you know, the 3.5 billion rands that had been overpaid to employees had been paid back and probably still a lot more to come. You know, Kirsten, you said something earlier around, 
we shouldn't have found ourselves here in the first place. It boggles the mind that so many people were evading tax in the first place. So many of them were able to get away with this in the first place. So we are reacting to something that shouldn't have been happening. Definitely. And I think what it also revealed is the um, interface where employers are in various instances actually bribing the officials who come and do inspections. Mm. So it helps with tax compliance when uh, labor um, officials come and do inspections. But if the employer is bribing the Mm. officials, Mm. you know, that's also where the system breaks down. So I think some of those things were, you know, coming out during the process. And um, some have been corrected, but I think there's still a lot more work to to be done. Some of the recommendations, just give us a list of some of your recommendations. Yes, so our recommendations are really, because TERS is not an ongoing um, benefit, Mm -hmm. are looking at UIF system going forward and then also at resolving these unresolved issues. So the ones in terms of resolving the unresolved issues are that we really want law enforcement to continue looking into these practices, looking into why employers are not paying over the UIF contributions, looking into the bribery of the inspectors and um, those kinds of uh, issues that came through, and then to also recover the terse amounts paid erroneously, and ultimately to try to ensure that some of the employees um, who weren't given the benefit that they are due. I mean, they've mm, contributed mm, mm. to the fund. That this is this is workers' money. You know, it's not government's money. It's, it's there for your rainy day situation like this, um, are receiving that benefit. And then we're recommending um, technology improvements. So we would like to see the Department of Labor um, improving its integration of systems mm. and making systems with better preventative controls. And this is a recommendation that's in alignment with what the Auditor General is recommending. We also want to see that uh, the department collaborates better with other departments like the Department of Home Affairs mm. that can check IDs and mm. so forth. Mm. Um, we want to see improved processes. So we'd really like to see the Department of Labor ensuring that um, it's unblocking bottlenecks in the system and it doesn't take forever. Um, it needs to be more user-friendly for employees to be able to claim UIF. <laughs> I, I must say, yeah. I mean, you, you're very generous in some of your recommendations, looking into why people evade tax and so on. I mean, is there any other possible reason but just greed. Do you think there is another reason why people are evading tax and, and, and getting away with the stuff? I I do think that there has been a lot of breakdown of, um, you know, at SARS uh, and so forth. So uh, I think that, you know, there hasn't been the level of enforcement that we've seen mm. in the past, mm. and that needs to be improved. Okay. Uh, and also in the criminal justice system, you know, that's yeah. a, a long-term <laughs> project that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to know whether these people who have done these kind of things will end up with criminal records, for instance. I mean, I don't think a fine is enough. Yeah, I think it would be excellent uh, if you would approach the SIU. I'm sure they'd be willing to engage on this matter. Uh, Can't talk on their behalf. Yes, of course. 
would definitely like to see that as well. Well, you know, what's important, Kirsten, is that there is a report. So it's not just, you know, hearsay. It's not all over the place. It's something that we you have consolidated. We can look at and then obviously try and mobilize for some of the recommendations. Thank you so much for the work that you've done. I really appreciate it. Kirsten Person is a project specialist at Corruption Watch. We'll actually tweet that report so that you are able to have a look at it yourself.